Welcome to another episode of Norman's Medical Review Podcast. Today, I'll be doing some trivia with you. And this is batch number three. And so the trivia is designed to um, pr promote quick thinking. You hear a bit of information and you make the, asso the appropriate association. So let's begin. Name medications that cause um, bradycardia. Name medications that cause bradycardia. And that would be beta blockers and calcium channel blockers. Number two, beta blockers inhibits or beta blockers inhibit epinephrine. How is this reversed? Beta blockers inhibit epinephrine. How is this reversed? And that is the, the administering of glucagon. Number three, what is the GI complication of calcium channel blockers? What is the GI complication of calcium channel blockers? And that would be constipation. Number four, organophosphate is a product used by farmers. What is the effect on the body? Organophosphate is a product used by farmers. What is the effect on the body? And that would be it increases the effect of parasympathetics. So organophosphate increases parasympathetic effects. And as a result, you have low blood pressure or hypotension, low heart rate or bradycardia, diarrhea, and vomiting. Question five. When is atropine given in bradycardia? When is atropine given in bradycardia? Well, it is given if the patient is symptomatic, such as having dizziness or lightheadedness or any other type of symptoms. Question six. List six causes for tachycardia. Identify six common causes for tachycardia. And we start with anxiety, pain, hypovolemia, dehydration, left ventricular dysfunction, fever, pulmonary embolism, thyrotoxicosis, anemia, hypoxemia, and hypercarbia. All these can result in um, tachycardia. Question seven. One more thing. Be as a tip, be very careful, be very cautious in discharging patients with unexplained tachycardia. If you cannot explain it, do not discharge the patient. Question seven. What is the most common supraventricular tachyarrhythmias? What is the most common supraventricular tachyarrhythmia? And that would be atrial fibrillation. Question eight. Atrial fibrillation with associated hemodynamic instability should be treated how? And that would be with synchronized, synchronized cardioversion. Question nine, atrial fibrillation without hemodynamic instability should be treated with what? And that would be with medication, beta blocker or calcium channel blockers or procainamide. Question 10, name medications that cause malar rash. Name medication or medication that cause malar rash. And that would be hydralazine, 
isoniazid, and procainamide. Question 11. What are the cardiac side effects of procainamide? What are the cardiac side effects of procainamide? And that would be um, prolonged QT interval and wide QRS complexes. Question 12. Patients with atrial fibrillation should be on anticoagulants. What should the INR be? Patients with atrial fibrillation should be on anticoagulants. What should the INR be? And that should be two to three times the normal. Question 13. Name the pattern of atrial flutter on EKG. Name the pattern of atrial flutter on EKG. And that's a sawtooth pattern. Question 14. Both atrial fibrillation and atrial flutter may have exceeding rapid rates. What separates both condition? Well, atrial flutter is regular and atrial fibrillation is irregular. Question 15. Name the components of a hemodynamically unstable patient. Name the components of a hemodynamically unstable patient. And that would be a person who is a cardiac patient who is hemodynamically unstable would have chest pain, shortness of breath, hypertension, and confusion. Question 16. Atrial fibrillation and hypertension means the patient is hemodynamically unstable. How should the shock be delivered? Atrial fibrillation and hypotension means the patient is hemodynamically unstable. How should the shock be delivered? And you would begin with 50 joules. Question 18. What is the appearance of the P wave in SVT? What is the appearance of the P wave in SVT? And essentially, they are inverted in leads 2, 3, and AVF. Question 19. Name two medication, name two non-medication treatment for SVT. Identify two non-medication treatment for SVT. And that would be carotid massage and valsalva maneuver. And the last question, what is the medication of choice to treat SVT? What is the medication of choice to treat SVT? And that would be adenosine. You can start with six milligrams, then you can give um, 12 milligrams next, and then you can follow it up with 12 milligrams. So it's six, 12, 12. Okay, well, this brings us to the end of our 20 trivia for this session. Um, repetition enhances recall, remember. And these are facts that you need to know and commit them to memory. Well, as usual, study hard, push yourself, and remember, your brain is a fertile field. Be careful what you plant in it. Good night. Thanks for listening to Norman's Medical Review. Follow us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and if you're on Apple Podcasts, hit the plus button on the top. 
stay tuned for the next episode. Remember to listen and study well. Take care.